how could you be straight if you're doing all these things? Like, it's like <laughs> almost like a criticism. Like, yeah. no straight man could do any of those things. But it's like... Taking care of my skin. I'm just taking care of my skin. <laughs> like, I'm just taking care of myself at the end of the day. And like, at the end of the, what does that matter anyways? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, that is the... Cri- like, people will want to come for you. tape of myself speak mm-hmm. all the time play basketball that's how when I was playing yeah, yeah. you watch tape play yeah, you watch a game film and, and like under try to understand yeah. your decision making when you're speaking it's like your body language your eye contact mm-hmm. your pauses like how you spoke it's I, we don't watch ourselves enough sometimes yeah in terms of because we, we see things in our we think things in our head but we never get outside of our body to actually take that third person perspective to see like what does it look like and is yeah. it working or what could, what works and what's not working. Yeah, same when people like hear themselves. Like, that's what I sound like. It's yeah, like, that's what you look like. It's like oh, like you know. I like I I don't I don't watch. Like I rewatch our our episodes, once. Same. Once. Just a one time. One time. But like I try. But then because I try not to watch it too much because like I know it just gets so. Yeah, you overthink it. Overthink it. Yeah. yeah. Then like you know you try to tweak this. It's like well I'm gonna make sure I do this and then so then the next episode I'm just like, because my head I'm going through. I'm like, you know what? Just just. Fuck me yourself, man. Just chill. Like, you know, don't even don't overthink, and that's what happens when I watch it too many times. But no, that's so I gotta yeah. figure out half the time if I wore the same shirt recently or not. It's a good one. Yeah, but I feel like when you wear something very basic, you can get away with it. You can wear it all the time. The flashier it is, the more noticeable it is. I actually just got a stylist. Oh, really? You know, nice. and she was just like, she took out half of my closet, maybe more. <laughs> She's like, get rid of all this garbage. She's like, you need a simple closet, and you need things that are. You can have nice jackets and mm-hmm. nice like accent pieces, but like at the core, keep things. If you have a very basic wardrobe, it's like you can work, flip things around, move things around, match things with different things. It's like a capsule wardrobe. It's all about like accessories and, and how you really work with accessories. Yeah, like hats change. Different watches. hat, different chain, different watch, different shoe. You know what I mean? That, that's why fall is the best season. Yeah, then I you love get, fall. You could throw in scarves. You could throw in, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, you can for, layer nicely. Yeah, like summertime is just it's so hard for I think for for guys clothing. It's not many options. No, there's like well, every store has like a little tiny corner yeah. dedicated to men's fashion, and then that's it. Yeah, but the white T-shirt in the summer, we can do a lot with the white tee. Yeah, yeah. like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. White tee and just short. Just toss that on, and you're good. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a white tee. <laughs> awesome, Deshaun Carter, part two. I'm back, oh, baby. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Welcome back to the Gen Stock Pod. Thanks for having You've me. You've done so much in the last little bit since yeah, we last yeah. talked. And we're going to, there's a bunch of stuff I want to ask you about. But this particular episode is sponsored by our friends at Philips Sonicare. And we're going to be talking about grooming. We're going to be talking about habit forming. And you're taking on a role with, with Philips Sonicare. And we're going to cover all that too. But What's going on, man? What's been what's been happening the last what is it? Seven months. Your episode aired in January, I think. Mm-hmm. So since then, what, what's happening in the world of Deshaun Carter? You have a stylist now. I have a stylist <laughs> now, <laughs> which you is know. why you look so dapper. Hey, well, thank you. You don't look bad yourself. <laughs> thank you. I mean, sure. You might not need one. I feel like I need <laughs> one actually. Um, you know, things have been good. You know, to summarize seven months in one sentence would be very tough, but I'd say it's been up and down, like anything in life. Um, a lot of things have happened. Like 
we will get into like I had a mental health panel you know I've done yeah. a lot of stuff in terms of making content on social media I've take time I've taken time to step back and reevaluate everything that I'm doing when it comes to social media speaking acting and different things that I'm doing in the community I've taken time to really step back and re-strategize and rethink how I'm operating so it was like there's a lot of stuff that I did do but there's a lot of stuff that I said you know what you can't always have an off an on season Mm-hmm. And like in any sport, there's always an off season, and the off season's there for a reason. Yeah, and it's like I—that's something that I had to learn over that last seven months too. What was the the hardest part of it all? The hardest part about learning this was—it was pretty much the fact that I don't always have to deliver something amazing at all times. And I think, you know from my experiences like winning big brother and being on the amazing it's like i always want to have big news i did a panel and i did mm-hmm. i was on the gents post podcast i was it, i always want to do this big thing all the time and i had to realize like that's it doesn't i don't have to live like that yeah i don't have to deliver something big to the world at all times to be to be of value yeah right and i think that was a very hard lesson to learn is because when you do big things small things start to feel meaningless yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just do you're just like you've hit a certain threshold you're like you always want to be there yeah and then when you do small things it just feels like oh that was nothing <laughs> but it's those small things over time that make the big things and we forget that sometimes and it's funny you say that because i was recently watching logan paul post thing after thing after thing like he him and his prime business the prime energy drink they they just signed on Byron Munich like to be the the beverage partner, and I'm like, man, it just seems like every other week these guys are dropping massive news, mm-hmm. and then I realized that probably I- is similar to what you're talking about, where it's like they're unless they're dropping massive news, nothing else matters, and then I started thinking about the same thing. I'm like, okay, we had uh, Air Canada come on board, obviously, mm-hmm. and now I'm thinking to myself, okay. That was great. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. What's the next step for this podcast? What's the next step for Jen's post? What's the next step for Jen's talk? And it's that constant chasing of that big news that sometimes makes you overlook the small wins, and the small wins, to your point, matter just as much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, 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 and we we stop living in the present in that moment. We we forget sometimes, like what happens in the future is a a, a, a formula of what's happening in the present. But sometimes we live in the future so much, we don't even take time to appreciate the present, which then affects our future in a negative way, potentially. Yeah. And you can't get back that time. No, you can't ever. Yeah. And uh, you can do so much, but you won't be able to get back the time spent worrying about that next big thing instead of celebrating the small wins. Exactly. And, it, and it's tough in today's world. Like, let's not get it twisted. Like, all of us have social media. I work on social media. And it's like, like you talked about with that example is that you're watching you're constantly watching people win and people share their wins more than anything like i got this new job i got this new outfit and i just traveled around the world well you're sitting on your couch in your boxers (laughs) eating a bag of chips yeah 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 i suck (laughs) you know what i mean what the hell have i done this week exactly right and you got to realize like that's the highlight reel you also don't know the true story behind every the work that people put into to get those big wins because sure. and you should know because when you have your wins you've put in so much work and no one saw what you did necessarily yeah but we forget that sometimes let's talk, let's talk to this guy this guy came talk to like the gym today randomly we were talking about this too and i'm like you also don't know how long it took them to get to that win that that might even be their only win of the year 
right? Because you're not you're not really taking t- uh, track of time. So you think, oh, this person's winning this, and this person's winning this, or doing this and doing this. That could be like they could have like you're thinking, oh, they're always doing like you know, just got a house, and then it's like, oh, you just got a car. It's like, well, and you look at the timelines; it's probably four years apart. But in your mind, they're right beside each other. It's like so you, so you're like you're you're not realizing how long it actually takes them to get there, which is hard too because you have yeah. to think about There's that. No like, timeline in social media. I like that. yeah, yeah. Because you start thinking that everything happens instantaneously. I think it's happening right now. It's like, well, they, they've been working on that for four or five years. Plus, you know? it's like if you do something and I see it, I'm like, oh, that's dope. And then I don't see anything that you do for the next two weeks. Then you drop something else. And I'm like, holy shit, this guy just did this. And now he's doing this. And I don't see anything in between. I'm like, this guy is just always winning. What am I doing? And then that negative self-talk creeps in. 100%. And it's like you, it even happens in reverse fashion where, you know, I'll bump into people and they'll be like, you are doing amazing things. Like, mm. I just see win after win. You're doing amazing, and inside it's like, I don't feel. I don't feel that way. (laughs) (laughs) And it looks that way to you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that happens in reverse sometimes as well, which is actually insane. Right. As a a content creator, you're doing so much, and you're always on social media. Always on it. So not only are you always on social media for yourself, but you're on it seeing what other people are doing, and that sort of reinforces this loop, this feedback. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. Watching other people can, it can have two effects. It can be, wow, that's inspiring. I love that. I can do something like that. Or let me take that idea and flip it into something that I could use. Mm. Or it could be like, damn, everybody's doing stuff. <laughs> that's somehow better than what I could <laughs> and do. And then I'm like, <laughs> you look at this reel I just made and I saw someone else. I was like, this reel's garbage compared <laughs> to that. And because comparison really is the thief of all joy. And, yeah. and you can't, like, what she, like, we cannot help but compare. Like, cause you see something, and it's it's part of you to just compare. It's, it's what you do with that too. I was wondering, like, oh, I was gonna ask you, um, yeah, how do you balance, um, pro, like, using social media recreationally mm. and professionally? Cause you have to do both, or like, do you just? This it, guy just set a timer on his. I, ha- <laughs> I have to. I had to set timers on my social media, man. I had. I was using. I remember when I first my first time around. I think it was like two hour and a half hours for Instagram, and I fly through it. But now it's now it's down to hours. So I'm like, good. Like, you know, is it like now, but when the timer comes off, like I don't hit, I don't, well, I don't always, some, obviously sometimes I add the 10 minutes, I add, but like, but before you do that like, 10 minutes, you have to do it sometimes, man. So, Cause it keeps, sometimes you're in the middle of a message, like, all right, give me 10 more minutes. Yeah. Right. But then it's this is an important DM. Yeah, but like, it's, <laughs> but like you, you realize that it's Shoot like, my shot. I also like, you know, so it's, it's hard to, to really balance the both. And especially if you have, and especially if you have to go into social media to, to work. So how do you balance both of them? it's so funny that you say that because I actually remember hearing somebody talk about this and what they did was it's like when you think about your house like your bed should be for sleeping your couch should be for I don't know watching TV Mm. reading whatever you do on your couch your kitchen should be for cooking and eating and when you start intertwining the different things in those spaces your brain and your body gets confused at the actual purpose in those yeah. spaces. So if you were laying in your bed working all the time, that's why they say like don't don't uh, do your homework in bed. Yeah, because yeah, then yeah. you'll have trouble sleeping, and yeah. then it's like it's there's there's a lack of balance in your life. It's kind of thrown off. And for me, it's the, kind of the same thing when it comes to content creation. And I'm not the best for this, but I try to leave work stuff on my computer because you can navigate mm. TikTok, Instagram on your laptop, and it has a very right. different feel on the laptop. Yeah. Right? feels more like work if you, when you're on a laptop you just you ever see somebody in Starbucks on the laptop yeah, just yeah, like like you just feel like you're working yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're on your phone your phone is associated with social recreational and like yeah. the times I've tried to work on my phone it's very hard because yeah. a message will pop down and you're like 
Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, and you forget too many why you distractions. Were in there. Yeah, yeah. Then you, you know, then you're you're just scrolling through, and it's like when you're on your computer. I feel like when you're on a computer, it's it's with intention, mm-hmm. but when you're on your phone, it's it's a social device first and foremost, and we've we've converted it into this thing where we can work from it and do all these things from it. But that makes us multitask, and a lot of times when we're multitask, we can't multitask. We, we only can't. can focus up yeah. on one thing at one time, and even that's a struggle sometimes. Of course. <laughs> so for me, it's like separating it, where it's like I use this device for work, and I use that one for for personal recreation. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So you you talked, I think this was before we started rolling, you talked about reading Atomic Habits, which is a great book, a fantastic book. I recommend to everybody. What's something you've learned in that book so far? I would say one of the biggest things I learned in Atomic Habits was, well, two things. To me, it was habit stacking, hmm. right? So attaching a habit to something you already do, and we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. And... Um, never missing twice, right? Yeah. Learning that it takes 21 days to build a routine, right? And if we go every day for 21 days, it, the routine becomes so much easier to maintain. But there comes times in our routines where we miss. And so I would, I used to be guilty of this, where it's like I would miss one day at the gym, and I'd be like, oh, I missed cool. a day. I failed. I'll, I'll go next Monday. I failed. <laughs> and then to the next day, you're just like, shit, I didn't go yesterday. Ah. Uh, you don't go the next day either and then the, the new habit becomes forming of you not going to the gym yeah. so you start forming an anti-habit almost yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean so it's like never missing twice always sticks out in my head because it's like if I missed once it's like never miss twice never miss twice never miss twice and then habit stacking has been another big one for me too it's like stretching at the gym I'm, if I'm going to the gym okay add stretching to my routine mm. because we all love to look good and lift and have those big muscles but it's like functionality Yes, stretching is so important. I'm guilty of that. Especially as you get older, I gotta stretch more. I never, I only, I stretch all the time. That's just because I tore my Achilles. After Mm. I tore my Achilles, I've just been stretching. Like I've got like a good ten minutes stretch before. You do before or after? And I do like a ten hour. I do before, and then I'll do like sometimes a short cool down after. But it's it's been it's been and even like I play basketball. Like I need to be stretchy. I can't just decide I'm gonna stretch on the day that I'm playing (laughs) basketball. By that time, I feel awful. Yeah. Right. So stretching has been been another thing that to just to stack onto that routine because I'm there anyways. Yeah. Right. And I think another one actually is, even if you don't feel like doing something, do a little bit of it. Yeah. Right. If I don't feel like you know making a full reel today, write the caption, or start editing a piece of it because getting one percent better is better than getting zero percent better sure yeah you know what i mean and it's like i think those three things are really things that stood out to me from that book Mm. and that i've taken with me going forward i like the the one percent or like just do a little bit more because sometimes when i'm editing for example these episodes you know i'm like i'm tired i've already had a full day i'm gonna sit down and i'll watch the episode back and i'm like you know what i know i won't be able to do the full hour Maybe I'll just do 10 minutes and then tomorrow I'll pick it back up. And then when I go to pick it up tomorrow and I'm already 10 minutes in, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I only have to do 50 minutes today. And that builds yeah. momentum. I struggle mm-hmm. with that. Like I'm always like, if I can't finish it, when I, like, if I have to like write an article or something, it's like, okay, I know how long it usually takes. I'm like, oh, I don't have that kind of time. So it's like, I, I can't start it in my head because like, I don't want to not be able to finish it. 
So work on that. It's like, okay, like, you know, so a couple of times now I've done it where it's okay, let me just work on it for like 15, 20 minutes. So at least mm-hmm. I get started on it, you know? So then the next time I go back to it, oh, no, I only have 20 minutes of work. Like, you mm-hmm. know, opposed to like each time thinking, oh, well, if I don't have this hour and a half or this two hours, I just can't do it. Yeah. And then be upset that I can't do it and then put on to another day. It's like, well, break it up. I, you know what's interesting? I actually, to that point, I actually listened to a creator the other day and said, look at your future self as a friend. Mm. And if you look at your future self as a friend that you're doing favors for, mm. it would okay. it would allow you to make life easier for that person. So if you're like, you know, if I know you have to do something like, I don't know, clean my house tomorrow and you're my boy and mm-hmm. you're going to clean my house tomorrow and I could help you with it and I know I can't fully clean the house, I'll do a little bit just to make it easier for you. Mm. But if you looked at yourself in that same manner and said, you know what, let me just clean a little bit now. And then tomorrow, my future self will clean the rest and it'll make their life so much easier. Yeah. Once you're thinking of your future self as somebody else, like a friend you're just trying to help out, it kind of changes your mentality toward that too. Yeah, and I was like, 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 future me will be happy. Because like, it's funny because we, we, at least I, we use the, like that's future me's problem all the time. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the time, it's like, ah, that's future. Like, you know, that, that's, that's tomorrow's problem. Like, you know, but it's never like, that's, that's tomorrow's thank you. Or that's tomorrow's you're welcome. Like, you know, and that's the way to look at it too. It's like, you, you're tomorrow's like, wow, good job. Thank you, Matthew, for doing that yesterday. Like, you know, and it's, it's even thinking about that's like that, that's a good thing to even think about because I never even thought about it that way. Because you'd never do that to a friend. Like, yeah. if you, yeah. if you had, if you made dinner, it's going to help you out. Just, yeah, let me, let me help you out a bit so you come back with your thank you. It's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like you would leave leftovers for your friend. You wouldn't just eat everything and just be like, sorry, but then you're not, like, you're not a good friend. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. do that, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, if you're yeah, a good yeah. friend. Sorry, man. I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, those are the things that, that really help with, with good habits, right? I like the, I, I like that analogy of like that's tomorrow's you're welcome mm-hmm. because that really does help you and then that ultimately that frees up time to go and do something else for the next day and that kind of I can see how that can become habit forming mm-hmm. or habit stacking rather mm-hmm. and that just continues to build off that 100% right what how did you talk to me about the the mental health panel you did that with the incredible Julie Black and then who else was on the panel Akil Augustine yep. and Aiko Wong okay how did that come about? How did you decide to do it? And sort of what was the... You were there, right? It was very good, by the way. I've yeah. told you. Well, not by yeah, the way. I've told you a couple of times. More than once. You did. No, it was, very, it was a good. It was very good. I very much enjoyed myself. It was... Drew Black's hilarious. Hilarious. She's so funny. She's, she's so funny. <laughs> yeah, she's a great storyteller. <laughs> yeah. You're a, a great speaker. Like, um, yeah. It was a very, very good... But everything about it, like, I really did enjoy it. It was a good time. The vibe was nice. Everybody was like in like a good mood and chill and everybody was happy to be there talked to quite a few people and I was like yeah everyone's fine. and everyone was just enjoying themselves it was a good time in February yeah. in February, <laughs> February. Yeah. yeah a bunch of Torontonians to come out in February in February <laughs> February um I, I'll say like that how it came about really was me I've been making so much content around mental health yeah. and wellness and I said to myself one day it's like I love making content, but it doesn't, I also like being in person and like seeing like how I can touch people's lives, like face to face, have them in a room and share. Like there's something different about being in a room with somebody, the energy about being in the room with yeah. somebody. It's like if I, we were doing this podcast and I was at my house on zoom, it's not the same. it wouldn't yeah. be the same vibe. Yeah. So it's like, how can we create a safe space where people can come together? And I think that's where it started. And I was like, maybe I could do a talk, but I started realizing like, as much as I would do talks, I felt like I was just talking at people. Yeah. yeah. I wanted a conversation. 
And as I would, Julie Black and I are good friends, and we would have such deep talks about mental health and wellness, and especially in the black community, all the challenges and traumas we have to unpack. And I was like, oh, you'd actually be good for this. Mm. And then I met Akil, and the same thing. Akil is such a, a deep person, so into breath work and meditation and, and personal development. And I'm like, he'd be really good for this too. And then Aika Wong was actually, I want to say like the curveball almost, because she doesn't talk about mental health. She's a YouTuber and she very much keeps a lot of things to herself in the sense that she has a YouTube channel, but it's, they show what they want to show. Sure, they yeah. tell the story that they, like they tell their own story, but yeah. it's not like she's just going to speak on mental, she doesn't speak on that kind of stuff. So I said, you know what, she'd actually be really good to share a perspective from someone that maybe doesn't speak on it. And when she agreed to do it, I was so grateful because it's like, that's not something she normally does. Yeah. It's like, yeah. and it's it's so different than her content. So I thought. Let's have those three and see what the vibe is like. And then just having them three share just such different experiences and such and their different journeys was so powerful to the room full of people because it's like you see us and you think they have it all together. Their lives are amazing. Like Julie Brack, she's been, you know, she's a le- she's on the Canadian Walk mm-hmm. of Fame. Like she's a legend in Canada. Yep. You see Akil Augustine, broadcaster for years. You see Aika Wong, like major YouTuber like thousands and thousands of followers on YouTube and you think their lives are perfect. I want to be just like them. And there's things about them that we, we love and we aspire to be, but it's like our lives are not perfect. And I want to share that because I felt that way. When people looked at my life and said it was perfect, it really wasn't. I wanted others to share that same message. And I think it, it resonated with the room because we all have areas in our lives where we show up and people are like, I want to be you. Your life is perfect. You have no problems. Like it's like your problems get invalidated because someone is looking at you like you're above them. Mm. And in that room, it's like it really shared that we're all just human. We're all the same. We all we all have our struggles. We're not all depressed. We're not all anxious, but we have moments of that. Right? We have moments where we're stuck. We have moments where we can't achieve our goals. We have moments where we doubt ourselves. And that's really what I just wanted to share with the world. And it was it was beautiful. The room was quiet. They listened. Everybody was on the same vibe. It was just a, for the coldest month of the year, <laughs> that room was so warm. Yeah. You know, and it was like there was drinks, there was there was conversations, there was music, there was a DJ. And it's like we've never seen wellness celebrated. I had never seen it celebrated in a space like that because yeah. when a lot of people hear mental health, it feels like you're going to the doctor's office and you're putting on these white mm. gloves and you're like, all right. Mental health time. Oh, you know, it's going to be super sad. Like, yeah. bend over and cough. It's yeah. mental health yeah. time. You know what I mean? But in there, it was very much like, yo, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Can we normalize yeah. that? And that was the name of the panel. And I feel like in that moment, speaking about mental health and wellness was normalized. Awesome, man. Good, good stuff on that. Are you doing more? Are you planning another one? So, to be honest with you, so when I was doing that one, I thought about canceling like eight times because I'm like, there's not enough people. <laughs> I'm scared. What if no one shows yeah. up? And planning an event, I feel like I almost lost all my hair <laughs> trying to plan it. Will I do another one? Yes. Um, but it's stressful. It is very stressful. And I think I'm working on ideas about maybe we can do something a bit more than the panel. Because I love panels because you get to hear from people. Mm. But I also want to hear from the people directly who are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do so we like engage? The, yeah, like how yeah. do we engage the people who are there so we can have them tell their stories? Yeah. So now I'm toying with a few ideas of how I can have another event that's even more engaging. Yeah. Right. So we will do one. Stay tuned. Yeah. Um, I'd love to have you all there. Oh, of absolutely. Of course. Like I would absolutely we'll love that. But yeah, 
100%. Like, it was it was a success, and mm-hmm. I would love to do it again because we're getting people listening who normally wouldn't have been listening before. Yeah. And I'm seeing growth in people even who attended who growth that I wasn't seeing before out of them. Either. And it's such a powerful thing when you can have that kind of an impact on a person. Mm-hmm. And you're not just chasing it for the sake of saying, oh, this is who I am. I have this kind of impact and influence on people. It's like legitimate, genuine I just want you to be the best version of yourself. That's really what it is. Like, I just, I love people. And it's like, I want to help others fall in love with themselves and be the best version of themselves as I do that myself. Yeah. I'm not saying like, oh, I know everything and let me share it with you. I'm like, I'm on the same journey. Come with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I don't have it all figured out. Like, by no means. Like, I've been going through it for like the last little bit and it's crazy like the thing with talking to more people is that nobody has it figured out no. you think they do sometimes and, 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 but that's and that's why when you talk about normalizing that's why you just have more like because everybody it's something like everybody goes through some shit like you know, everybody's gonna have something going on like to a different degree mm-hmm. and it's like it's just hearing okay cool like 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 it, it's it's I guess comforting that like in a, in a way it's like comforting knowing that okay you're, we're all hurting like you know in, in some way and it's like once you so so you're not alone I think because that's the hardest part about when, you, when you're when you in such a bad place that you feel like you're alone and you're by yourself and there's no one to talk to and no one else is going through and it's just you. And not not to diminish that, but like it's not because like people are going, other people are going through shit. And I think hearing what other people's shit is like helps you like accept like I guess be proud of your own shit because you don't want anybody else's problems either, right? Yeah, like, like, yeah that's the other thing. You don't, you don't like I'm up to here with my problems. And I don't want nobody else's problems. As, as, like, you know, because it's, it's, everyone's problems are like, they're different. Right? Yeah. They're so. all different. And we all have them. Yeah. Right. And then when you hear when people share, and it's like, like what I said before, like vulnerability breeds more vulnerability. And the more that we share and we're honest with ourselves and others, not everybody, but others yeah, about yeah, what yeah. we're going through, it, it, it helps. Like that energy stuck sometimes. Hmm. And energy needs to flow. Yeah. When you keep that stuff bottled up inside you, you never actually deal with it. So, yeah. So and then that's how we end up sort of, like once it boils to the surface, it comes out in different ways and you've lost control ultimately. 100%. Like you are now no longer able to control or to hold on to your emotions. They're just, you're spraying them everywhere mm-hmm. at anyone for anything. Like the smallest of things triggers you and sets you off and now you're just in this really bad state. And that's where... I think really work in the mental health space should be on preventative, mm-hmm. not just after the fact, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes, people need assistance and help as they're dealing with something. But if you work on setting up someone with the right tools, the ability to speak, to normalize the conversation so that it doesn't get to the point where you're no longer able to hold on to it anymore, it actually helps them prevent those. They end up protecting their relationships, their own mental health. They just become better people mm-hmm. ultimately. 100%. And you make a really good point when it comes to preventative because it's like, oh, what did I? Oh, I heard a quote the other day and I might misquote it. It was like one one ounce of prevention is worth. Ah, I'm going to screw it up. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. But like, yeah. you know what? Being proactive is always better than being reactive yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Right? So when it comes to mental health, it's like, I think, yeah, more work should be done in this space so that we normalize these conversations so people don't necessarily get into those deep depressions and people can speak about what they're going through and get the help they need before it gets worse yeah 
One of the things that I've noticed, and we've had a few guys DM us about this, because obviously, so there's Gents Talk, for, and for those who don't know, there's Gents Talk, the podcast, and then there's Gents Post, the publication, and sometimes on our Instagram, we post things around grooming. We've gotten a lot of questions around grooming, because a lot of guys tend to struggle. They feel like if they, you know, the grooming area causes them a little bit of stress and anxiety. It's like, you know, I want to look great, because I'm either going out on a date, or or, you know, I've got a big interview or whatever the case may be, but then they don't exactly know how to, you know, do that. And I've also noticed that you've done quite a bit of work in the grooming space. Like you post, you know, like this is my routine. This is what I do. Why do you feel as a content creator and someone who speaks on mental health, why do you feel like the two are connected? I think they're connected because mental health is health. Self-care is health. Yeah. Self-maintenance is health. Like, anything to do with your body is your health. And I feel like, as men, again, can we normalize conversations, but can we normalize taking care of ourselves, right? And I know a lot of men who don't, won't go for manicures or pedicures or, you know, get their eyebrows done. Or there's so many things that we overlook as men just because it's like, I think the when we hear beauty... We hear women. Yeah. Mm. We hear beauty industry. We hear women. Yeah. Grooming is for men, but sometimes when we think grooming, we think shaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the extent of it. We think great. We grew. Okay, I shaved. Yeah. I'm good. And I feel like the word grooming was designed just for men to to think, okay, this is what I need to do to take care of myself. As long as it's within that category, I'm good. Yeah, like grooming is like a rugged sounding word. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. I groomed. Yeah. But for me, it was really about normalizing, like actually taking care of myself. You know what I mean? Like having a good skincare regimen and routine, having a hair care regimen and routine, yeah. actually taking care of my teeth. Like I, I go for whitenings. I go for cleanings. I, I started to floss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The one thing dentists will always tell always, you, you don't do always. it. Now. Ain't nobody flossing. <laughs> no. <And> like, <laughs> habit stacking. Yeah. Like you they, brush. They don't even give, remember they used to give out the the floss things they don't yeah, even yeah. give them out anymore because they probably just waste no one no, no. it's like you give like, the big every, white box yeah, yeah. yeah you don't give that no more because you know i'm not gonna use them just throw it in the garbage <laughs> like nobody uses them no yeah. but it's true it's like you're already brushing your teeth why not just floss right after oh it makes perfect sense yeah. especially since it's good for you. it's one of the best things but I, I mean i've had people tell me that it's as important if not more important than the actual teeth brushing because it gets into the areas that you you know you're not it makes gonna perfect to... sense it, it actually might be right and it's like i went to the doctor the other, i started the dentist the other day and she was just like she looked at my teeth and she's like have you been flossing <laughs> it's like almost no. like a guilt trip yeah. and i'm like uh, like do you guys floss yeah no i don't floss. <laughs> I don't okay 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 I'm, I'm saying yes like i do it all the time i don't do it all the time i, I intentionally try to so i what i've done now is i've put the little the little thing yeah. that the dentist gives you i put it right beside the toothbrush so that as soon as i finish brushing my teeth i'm like Right, it's right there. Let's yeah. just do this quick. <laughs> Get it over with. Like, what's 30 more seconds? You know what I mean? Yeah. But even then, it's just, it's not consistent. 100%. So, I have a surprise for you guys. Yeah. Okay. I actually have a surprise for you guys. To help you with that problem, Samir? <laughs> I thought you were just showing these off. No, no, Are no. You no. This I got you a Philips Sonicare 99,000 Prestige brush. Because brushing is important, as we all know. 
I like the color on this thing. Yeah, it's nice. Like it looks like it's smooth. Right? And this is the, the floss? Yes, the power it's floss. It's like a power washer. Yes, yes. And it makes it actually makes flossing fun. <laughs> you, no, no, I swear. <laughs> I swear I'm in there and I'm just like, this is, like you. it's enjoyable. Instead okay. of taking that string and just going back through your teeth, like this actually blasts water through your teeth and cleans all the plaque off your teeth. And Does it hurt like, your teeth? Uh, no, it doesn't hurt at all. No? No, it's actually... I actually love it. And the Philips Sonicare brush, you're like, you can attach it to your phone. It has this what? technology where it can tell you how well you're actually brushing your teeth. No way. Yeah. Well, oh, no, you don't have to see. Oh, oh, oh. I got one for you, too. I'm sitting here like, only this guy gets one. Like, you know, you just be, you know what I mean? just trying to be quiet. Like, oh, that's cool, man. No, I'm not, that's cool. That looks stupid. I don't even like one person that gets like that. I don't even, that looks dumb. I was about to throw it on the ground. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? And that's like, because we spoke about habit stacking. And yeah. Obviously, it's like, we all brush our teeth. I hope. Yeah. We all it's brush our teeth like, I daily. Think, I, but I, th- I think it's because, like, I don't know, but like, do you start, you don't floss as a child. Do you? I think like, as a child, no. like a kid, you're so supposed to, but you're like you don't to, yeah. actually. Like as your a... parents have to floss as a child, so I think like I guess you're only supposed to floss by yourself when you're like get to an old, and you already don't like brushing your teeth as a child, but you realize brushing your teeth. At least for me, I can only speak for me. So it's like when they get to a certain age, it's like all right, I'll brush my teeth. I'm still not flossing. I have I have a choice now. I'm not flossing, but it's I know it's good. So I'm gonna definitely give this a shot. So oh, what is it? What is it that it does that, on the on the phone? So you can connect it. I think it's called Sense IQ technology, and you can. Like you can connect it with the Philips app on your phone, yeah, and then it actually tells you, you know, how well, how much you've been brushing, how well you've been actually brushing your teeth, because it can sense how you've gone around your mouth and the way you brush too. It's not like normal brushing where you're scrubbing. Like yeah. the, the the brush does all the work. Like it's actually really, like it makes me excited. Like I'm actually excited yeah. about a toothbrush. Yeah, you're smiling. And wide. <laughs> Those look, those teeth look like they've been flossed recently. <laughs> <laughs> and no, you know, I get excited about grooming products like brushing, flossing, too, gua sha. I think there's no what gua sha. No, I don't know what that is. So gua sha is this thing that actually. So there's a ro- there's a jade roller and a gua sha kit. Where it's a jade roller, actually, you take this roller that you put in the fridge. It's cold, and it actually helps with the bags under your eyes. So it's like you push that fluid mm-hmm. that's under your eyes to the side, so it appears that. There's no bags in your eyes. And the gouache is this, like, it almost looks like a, not a stone, but like a, if you cut a piece of paper and, like, cut a circle, yeah. like a hard version of that, and you take that circle part that's open, and you kind of, like, put it around your jaw, and it, it, like, pushes fluid out of your jaw. You know sometimes our jaws can get puffy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It creates more of, like, a structured jawline for your face. I actually went for a massage recently that was like a head and face massage. Oh, I did one too. The guy literally massaged my jaw from the inside. I never had that. That's and, amazing. And I was just like, this feels weird until he like finished on the one side and suddenly I felt the tension just, I really felt the tension in the other side. As soon as he finished on the one side, I was just like, wow. And I realized how little I put into my grooming. Like I do the basics, but I think grooming in general is a topic that a lot of men need some help with. Like do you use serums? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you like you use face care stuff. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, pretty yeah. good. No, no, like that, lot... that, I've taken that super seriously this year. Okay. Yeah, that's new for me too. Yeah. Because before, like, I used to just use like one face wash and just face wash. And done. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. I'm using toner and serum and a night cream. Yeah. That's like it's it's gotten like a lot like, better. I have like those, uh, they, like the eye patches you can put on. Yeah, I don't yeah. I put yeah. them on regularly, but I have them. 
This guy FaceTimed me once with him on. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I forgot doing? about that. I'm like, man, you caught, you caught me. You caught me in the middle. You caught me in man the middle. Man sitting in a robe, <laughs> <laughs> taking care of myself, baby. Um, and like the like the like the scrub, the scrub, and another one. This, is, but it's for me. It's just it's the regularity of it. Like I do it, but not like regular. I need to do it more regular. Got to make that routine. Yeah, twenty-one days. Yeah. Right, but you know what? Like, and I think once we, once we start getting more interested in our, our grooming and our self care, it it just it continually grows, mm-hmm. right? It's like, what more can I do? And that's how I've been as well. It's like, what are more things I could do? Like, I go for micro needling, mm-hmm. right? Which is just like a procedure that, like, it pretty much almost feels like it feels like you're almost like a tattoo on your face, but it's removing all the blackheads and debris and all these things that are just settled inside your skin. And it's like, it's, it makes a world of a difference for your skin. Mm. And it's like, again, there's a time where we thought those things were only for women. Yeah. But it's but like, it's, no, it's like skin, skin, skin is, skin is skin. Skin largest, is skin. largest organ. Like, skin are we kidding? Skin, yeah. And we forget that quite often. Yes. So it's like, as a man, it's like, I, I like to spread that message to normalize these things. And I see people being very receptive to it. Yeah. Right. So right. for this Sonicare, the, the toothbrush is, is a power toothbrush from what I can see here. And then it comes with a charging base. How long have you been using this? I've been using, so I've been using this for the past week, but I've also been using a Sonicare before it. So okay. Sonicare is nothing new to me. Okay. Right. Okay. But this one is like <laughs> another level. level. And it has like a travel case. Oh, it's perfect. I'm like it's soon. Yeah, like you don't, it's not just to use at home and then on the road you're back to the... <laughs> <laughs> I You're back to the teeth. old toothbrush. No, no, no. Like you can travel with it too. So it's like it's 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 really really cool, and it's I don't know. It's a it's a really good product, and it feels like professional brushing. Mm. Well, it looks dope. It just looks sleek. I like it. Yeah. And it's got oh, so it's got a little battery thing on the front too, so you can see. It's hilarious. Um, grooming in general, though, I don't think guys really understand that it could be a huge turnoff in the dating space <laughs> like if it, lack of grooming yeah. i mean right yeah definitely like can. if you don't take care of yourself i think especially nowadays i think people just look at that and go man this person just doesn't really st- doesn't spend enough time like that adage of like just throw some soap and water on your face and you're done and that's the extent of your grooming or is, is not enough 100 percent to me because to me if like someone didn't take care of themselves it, it's it speaks volumes about I think about how do you see yourself if you're not willing to take care of yourself. And on top of all that, men statistically, at least some stats that I've seen, I've heard, like younger women, um, like a few years younger, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, are you not? If you're gonna, are you not gonna want to look a bit younger? <laughs> like, facts <laughs> like that. that yes. Put it to that way. Are you not gonna want to look, look look a little bit younger? Yeah. If 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 you're if you're let's say you're 45 and you want someone who's 37. Those are good numbers I used there. Those are good numbers. Yeah. <laughs> are you not going to want to look 42? Right? It's yeah. so true. Why, why not? Cause it, because she's going to be trying to look like she's 28 because she's she's doing the face care. So, like, why like why not, I guess, sh- sh- shorten that gap of the parents in, in that sense, right? You know what I think it comes from? I just think it comes from the, the thought that we got to be strong and tough, power through. Yeah. So, we'll be in the gym lifting weights, but... We gotta brush our teeth and wash our face. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Strong. 
But it's like, and it translates to a lot of other things too. It's like not going to the doctor, not doing your prostate exam or checking. Like these are things that are just so important. They're all attached. Like they're all attached. Yeah. So, right. So when you get into the habit of actually taking care of yourself, all these things are preventative. You do these things to your teeth, it prevents gingivitis. You have gingivitis or gum disease, you got to get a root canal. There's no, you know there's no worse like, pain than tooth pain. Jaw pain, <laughs> like people, like, like, like well, I've, I've heard, heard of stomach pain, oh, right? Oh, like it could cause yeah. an infection that ultimately starts to, to bother you. And root canal's up there in like some of the worst, like some of the yeah. worst pain you're gonna get for a surgery. Mm. Right. So it's like all these things are, they're preventative of something. Yeah. Right. You're you're doing them because you're trying to prevent something. So for me, like I guess that's why I talk about it because. I'm just so big on health and wellness because I care about my, and it, and it took me a long time to even learn about how important these things are. But it's like, from that, I've changed my diet. I've changed my routines. Mm. I have all these regimens because I actually, I love myself and, lear- and learning to love yourself. It's really important to treat yourself a certain way. Do you find you get criticized by other guys? I have. Right. I definitely have where it's like, I think they see it sometimes as a sexuality thing almost too. It's like, oh, how could you be straight if you're doing all of these things? Like it's like <laughs> almost like a criticism. Like yeah. no straight man could do any of those things. But it's like taking care of my skin. I'm just taking care of my skin. <laughs> like I'm just taking care of myself at the end of the day. And like at the end of the, what does that matter anyways? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like that is the like people will want to come for you because you take care of yourself. But it's like I've people been coming for me and and criticizing me my whole life and it's like i just it's just kind of is what it is like i'll always do me and do what i think is best for me if there's one thing i've learned is like you got to trust your gut and you also, like you got to know it too because even they have all the memes and stuff like that it's like when you finally use like your you show the it goes the shell and you use your girl's uh for whatever like her for like instead of, instead of using the four four in one conditioner using her body wash and just feels so good and it's like because like you know it's like because it smells oh, nice smell and you, you feel nice and it's like it's like oh man i want to use like you know you want to use hers right it's like how do you even have a four in one like 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 what do you do like, like how do you have a four in one it's like shampoo conditioner body like what like no the separate like i could not like i wonder designed for lazy guys oh like yeah those yeah yeah and you had like the four in one I'm like, bro, you got you got to get you got to get at least a shampoo and conditioner different. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, come an on, man. You can't tell me that you're putting the same thing on your hair that you put all over your body like a shampoo and like a body wash in one. <laughs> that makes no too. sense. I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that, man. It's got it's got to be like separate, man. No, it it's so true. It's yeah. so true. So, with everything that's been happening, like it, it seems like since the last time we talked, you're kind of on this new journey, if you will, of sort of rediscovering parts of you, discovering new parts of you. Where is this all leading towards? Like what's what are you seeing on the horizon for you, for your brand, for just your, you know, your life going forward? So for me my on the horizon, I so I don't know if I said this the last time. I described my and I I, I said this at a talk a couple of weeks ago. I described my life um in the last few years of being like this old car it's like old i think of like a pontiac mm. think of like the ugliest pontiac you could think of <laughs> like just old car just rickety but it's getting along you know like the tires are shaky wobbling every time it makes a turn it feels like it's on two wheels yeah. that's how i felt like a lot of my life has been i'm getting to the destinations i'm achieving things but it's like 
there's pain, there's mm. suffering in those in along that journey. And it's like I want to I want to get to a place where I feel like I'm driving a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Like I'm driving a, a smooth car. Mm-hmm. And and I say that to say I just want to get to a place where I'm at peace, right? And when I as I get to that place, I want to bring others along the journey for me, with me. Yeah. So when you say like what's on the horizon, it's more so I'm already doing content creation. I'm already doing a little bit of speaking, and I'm trying to broaden my, I don't want to say necessarily my reach, but my impact as what I call a thought leader. Mm-hmm. How do I become you know, more effective? How do I help more people while helping myself at the same time? So really it's about broadening the things I'm already doing and trying to expand into others where it's like, maybe it's one-on-one coaching. Maybe it's programming. Maybe it's things, how do I take that extra step yeah. to help people become better versions of themselves while doing it for myself, right? Because as I learn for myself, inevitably I want to spread the message and help others because like content creation and speaking is great. But it's like you hear me speak once. Yeah, it could <laughs> you could take something away and be like, I'm going to change my life. But there's something, there's something deeper about, you know, having something that someone's fully immersed in and mm-hmm. engaged in. And I'm looking at how are ways I can engage people more. Events are some of the ways I do that because mm-hmm. they're coming, they're there. It's not something you just saw once, but it's how can I further engage people to become better versions of themselves as I, as I figure out that for myself. And some of the ways I've been trying to figure that out for myself as I've been struggling is like, okay, I've been going to therapy more regularly. Mm-hmm. I've actually recently took on a coach. Okay. So it's like I look at coaching and therapy as, as different. Yeah. I look at therapy as healing past traumas mm-hmm. and then having tools to to address triggers and look at coaching as in how do we get better for the future than the present for the future yeah and i think those two things have been very very helpful i think paying attention to the things that i love like basketball playing more basketball and enjoying the things taking time to enjoy the things that i actually love because Mm -hmm. i felt like i was giving so much in this space but i wasn't filling my own cup Mm. and you can't pour from an empty cup Mm. Like, it felt like it got to the point where I was meditating to say I meditated. Another checklist item. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I meditated. Did I, did I read? Yeah. Okay, I read. I journaled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like I was putting almost a timer on these things so I could say I did them yeah. and then do them. And I made content doing them too. And it's like, okay, I did the content. I did them. And I said I did them. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. But was I doing these things with intention? Yeah. Do you actually get anything of value from it? Exactly. Yeah. And it's like I was living a life trying to help people, but was I really helping myself? So when you say, like, what's next, it's really about taking, getting to a place where I'm at peace and that car is driving smoothly and then having others jump in the car with me. Nice. Is yeah. it driving on autopilot or are you still steering it? It's autopilot. We're going to the future, <laughs> baby. It's got, it's got to drive. It's got to be self-driving. Yeah. yeah. Does Pontiac still make cars? <laughs> Does Pontiac? Is Pontiac? I don't know. <laughs> No the whole time you're talking, I'm just like, I don't remember. I, when was the last time I saw Pontiac? Sunfire. You probably Pontiac. You guys remember the, the Sunfire? GT, the GT. <laughs> Everyone has Is there one. a nice Pontiac? Is there one where we know. see where like, I that's, love that one? I don't know. I don't Pontiac know. Are, that's got to be. Man. My grandfather used to have this Tempest, and he dropped me off at basketball <laughs> camp in this thing. And the, I remember there was duct tape on the mirror. And I wanted, I made him drop me up the street because I'm like, this is embarrassing. Yeah, you don't want to be seen. The mold, the mold, the mold beater, the mold, <laughs> mold beat up cars, man. We all had a beater before, yeah. or, or know someone been yeah. in one. Yeah, yeah. been yeah. in one for sure. Yeah, I, I had a beater. It was a Chevy Cobalt standard. <laughs> that thing, 
I'm telling you, I, that thing, the thing, the light went off, and like I stopped before I could make, before we could turn, turn on to like the, the, the plaza. Yeah. I left that car inside the room. <laughs> well, that was it for the car. That was it. Just that left was it. it. <laughs> I got it. I got it towed. I got it towed to the to the closest mechanic. Yeah. I'm like, I'll come back on Monday and just never came <laughs> back. <laughs> I went on the weekend and put the car on the way. <laughs> man, yeah, that was a beat up car, man. Yeah. Beat up car. Yeah, there's new Chevy Cobalts I've seen. Yeah, there's Chevy. Chevy's around. Chevy's I yeah, don't yeah. know Pontiac. about Pontiac. 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 I, don't really I, don't I don't. I don't think I've seen a Pontiac now in years. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, comparing self care to the car has been like my thing. It's such a. It's such an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. Because it makes the most sense, right? Like the the car is the is your ride to the future. Yeah. As your it's your mode of transportation and self care is ensuring that that mode of transportation that shell is strong it's it's resistant it can hold it can you know take you through weather the weather the storms and everything so it's a very interesting way of of looking at that yeah and the other interesting thing about it that i thought of is that sometimes we treat our cars better than ourselves yeah yeah we treat a lot of things better than ourselves Mostly sometimes like, like, yeah. you know treat other people like yeah. treat our pets like our job sometimes mm. and it's just like it's hard because it's it's just easier to like focus on other people, I guess, right? It's easier to fix it's easier to fix somebody else's problem or issue than to deal with your own or work on your on your own, because as I guess it's it's not much as it's not as much at stake, yeah. Right? Like if I'm helping you with something, it's like okay, well, this is what you're going through. Let me help you with what you're going through. This is this is your issue. I can be there for. You. I can help you. Like because I'm not. It's not me. Yeah. Like, you know. But then. But even if it's the thing I'm helping you with that I need help with too, it's like, oh well, no, no I'm okay with that. Like I'm, I'm okay. Like it's mm. working, helping mm. out other people. There, there's a, a satisfaction in doing it, mm-hmm. and if we can somehow capture that same satisfaction when we help ourselves, when we accomplish something, or we do something to better ourselves, I think we would spend more time doing that. It's so true, and I think you know what it is. Like I, sometimes I think we have a hard time stepping out of ourselves. Like if we could just take a moment and like I step to the side and now I'm like hanging out with myself mm. and like what would I tell that person we have to, I feel like we have to take more time doing that and I think sometimes through meditation mm-hmm. that is essentially sometimes what we are doing but we have a really hard time doing it like I said I, I've said before like I feel like s- most of us hate ourselves yeah at times yeah. yeah you know sometimes all the time right and it's like the fact that sometimes we can't even sit in silence mm. you know like imagine sitting with yourself and there's like all this noise. It's like we gotta turn on music. We gotta turn some on TV. There's gotta be some distraction. We gotta be doing something because it's like we can't actually just hang out with ourselves and just talk to like how do I feel today? Yeah. What am I feeling? What emotions am I feeling? What am I going through? It's hard. How are you feeling today? Today I'm actually feeling great. That's good. Today's <laughs> actually a really good day. It's a beautiful day out. I'm your teeth are flossed. <laughs> <laughs> there's no plaque in my no teeth. <laughs> and you know, we're having just a real conversation and these are the kind of things that I crave Mm. right like I was so excited coming here because I'm like I know that we're gonna we're not gonna be just like hey how are you good you good substance Substance. and then just stare at each other and be like yeah so the weather uh, (laughs) you know (laughs) I can't stand those conversations so now that we're like I get to come here and like talk about what's really on my mind and just be real and raw I love that yeah so I'm great how are you I'm fantastic I uh Today was one of, you know what's funny is based on, off of everything we've talked about, I think it was two days ago, 
Yeah, two days ago, I woke up and I wanted, I think I was telling you this, I wanted to quit everything. Mm. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to go anywhere. Every single thing I had to do that day, I'm like, I don't want to do it. And if I could quit everything, I would. And it was just, it came out of nowhere. And I was just like, all right, well, you know what? I can either try to fight it or I can just sit with it, let it run its course and sort of just push through a little bit here and there and take baby steps. And since then, I feel like I'm on a whole other high now because I'm like, all right, I survived that. Because those were the days, those days used to be plenty and then they disappeared for a little bit. And now they creep in every so often because whenever you're doing so many different things, sometimes you're just like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. really done. But when it creeps in, it's a nice reminder that I'm able to push through those and then have great days like today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm fantastic. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I I just got a text of Bill's game. Oh. Buffalo Bill's game. When does that start? This weekend. Preseason? Yeah, yeah preseason. Okay. Yeah, so I just got tickets to the Buffalo Bills game. A buddy of mine has called me as I was driving. He's like, what are you doing on Saturday? Or on Sun- Sunday? What are you doing on Sunday? I'm like, oh, uh, nothing. Buffalo? I was like, Bill's game? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, it was just like, like, so like sometimes it's just like the last minute. I'm always the guy that's just like down for things. So like people always invite me randomly. You know, like you want to go with them because you know I'm like, all right, I'm down. Mm. Like I, I don't know. I'm not one of those like, oh, who's going to be there? What's this? Like, you know, all these questions like, yeah, yeah I'm down. Let's go. All right. So going to Buffalo is going to be a fun time. Nice. Why do people ask so many questions about when you invite them to something? Because you they, that? yeah, they do, and I, I think sometimes it's because they they're not living, they're not going with the flow. Yeah, they they want to analyze every part of it and then make a decision. Where some people are just like they just trust the energy of it and be like, yeah, I want to do that at the time. Yeah. Let's do it. Other people are like, who's there? What time is it going to be at? What's happening? But the, when we the best times is when it's just like, whenever it's the best nights, it's like, it was like, oh, I was supposed to go out tonight. You know, yeah. those, those are the best. Those yeah. are the best nights. Like, oh, like all the building you plan, all this, it's just not because you have so many, I guess, so much higher expectations. That's Random what it nights, is. It's like, you're not exposed. Oh, well, well, I wasn't going to leave the house. No matter what, it's going to be whatever. Like, even if I go back home, it's, it's when I'm expecting nothing. It's when you go and it's like, oh, man. Then you end up, because you're just down. It's like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. And it end up being, oh, this night was amazing. It was, you know, I was supposed to have one drink. Like, you know, that type of stuff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, it's yeah, it's it's about living in flow, and some people just don't, they don't operate within flow. Yeah. It takes them time to get to that place where they're just like, because like letting go of control sometimes is being in control, in a strange way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it feels weird when you do it, but then as soon as you do it, you're like, oh, this is a nice feeling. Yeah, it's like traveling on vacation when you're just like you're not concerned about anything. You're just going with the flow. It's like I'm on vacation trying to apply that same but you also do need that person that's gonna be right like that we always hate that person that has the whole itinerary yeah yeah (laughs) like (laughs) you still need that person yes you do because you need a you 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 need a plan because it could fail and that's okay but at least you can lean back yeah 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 like like you you need to have it but like we don't need to do everything like you know like this will be the the gauge of what's gonna happen yeah like you know but you don't have like you don't want to plan on everything. Like, leave some, leave some wiggle room for. There's a balance to it, right? For, for, for a party that might just happen randomly. Like, you know, like that's, yeah. that's always like you never, like you never know. Pull up and might might have a, a random party, and you're gonna yeah. say no because he, everything else is planned. It's like those, it's those moments that you're missing on when you're trying to plan every single thing out. Mm. Yeah, my boys and I went to Miami last year. Mm. No plan. 
Those are the best. We just no. Well, it was fun. Oh, well, oh. oh but then it's just like also. <laughs> but then we were scrap. There was a lot of scrambling going yeah. on. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we you gotta have to have a framework. <laughs> some, yeah, someone's gotta be like, like I'm the definitely no plan guy, but like I always make sure I'm with the no, person I'm the, that plan has guy. the plan. I'm the like. So it works. At I'm least, the, like <laughs> at least it's like I. If we're going to Miami, I know. Okay, I may not know the restaurants, but I know where the restaurants are. So we know where we're going to go and walk around and we'll find something. We're not just aimlessly moving around. Or if we want to go, you know, clubbing, then at least this is where this is the area where they're going to find them. Yeah, you do need that. Like, you need that. Yeah, I, I appreciate that person because I'm not I'm not just like, right, well, why, let's figure Like, you know, sometimes I'm not walking like 25 minutes like, oh, we could just be this way. It's like, but you do, you do, you do need the balance, though. You yeah. definitely do. Definitely. Because I'm not that person either. But being not that person depends on who you're with sometimes. Yeah. 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 Cause there's a my friend group. It's like they're looking at me like, "Well, what you travel doing? the most, so, yeah. like, <laughs> so you have to be charged. Like, you're the like, pro. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you not know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Amazing. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Deshaun, thanks for coming through, bro. Hey, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Yes. I love, I love, I love talking to you guys. No, this was great, and uh, we got to do round three. Oh yeah. At some point. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be our first round three. Oh, hundred percent. And we can up. see your brushing and flossing exactly. results. Yes. Exactly. Like, I'll be able to look in your mouth and be like, have you been using the power flosser? Yeah. Oh, I'll wait, it's this one. I'll definitely that's give the, it a shot. <laughs> I'll definitely give it a shot for sure. That's the flosser, yeah. You'll, you'll be able to, we'll take a before and after. <laughs> <laughs> so is it like the floss? Is it just water? It's water. It's just like a power wash. Yeah, so it's yeah. like it's a, it power washes your teeth. This guy's gonna fa- I'm, next time I'm gonna like FaceTime him. He's gonna have the things on his eyes, the robe, and he's flossing. At the same right. time. I was gonna say, do you have to like buy the floss thing? I'm like, no. no. So it's just, it's just like a. Oh, so it's a little container. You put the water in it, and then you. This yeah. guy, he, this is the guy that wants the four in one bottle. <laughs> he wants one thing to do all the work. The face for him. beard wash yeah. and, <laughs> and teeth flossing. Everything, everything. Oh no, it's gonna be dope. Definitely yeah. appreciate the gifts. Thank uh, you so much. No worries, guys. Thank you to Philip Sonicare for for hooking us up and yes. propping us out and yes. sponsoring this episode. Um, to Sean, let's keep in touch for sure, and let's do this again. I'm Thank down, you, brother. Amazing. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>